are with it today, Janet Lee. You've got the attack syndrome there. Those notes are just bending to your well. It is absolutely awesome. Thank you. And hello out there, everybody. Well, today is really not a sermonette or a sermon. Today is a transaction I call a reiteration. So what I'm going to do is read the Acts of America and uh, sort of chaperone uh, with my verbalizations the uh, tonation of its content. So um, I will say this. There are some deep, mysterious, technical bits of information here. And don't expect that you're going to understand it all in one time. But this is so advanced and so update and so prevalent that it needs to be out on the broadcast waves. So we're moving it, not completely in the sense that it will not exist any longer in the manifest blogs, but we're moving it to have an addendum of presence so that it is present as a video broadcast. So here we go from the Acts of America, Revelations of Roswell, Tesla, the Fifth Force by the Manifestor Yada. A new examination and disclosure of Roswell, Area 51. Here we go. The photospheres of a thousand thousand stars radiate to the receptors of my mind. My medulla oblongata, the pyramidical shaped hind part of the vertebrae of my brain, which is continuous with my spinal cord, is beeping about thoughts told to me by the extraterrestrial TTTTT a resident of the Father's house planet. Oh, wow. When I tell this true story, will it cause many of my followers to scatter, as it did when Jesus said, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood? He was speaking of trans-assimilation. You will in no wise be able to enter the kingdom of God. A prismatic polyhedron and prismatold insight arises in the story. I am about to tell. Every vertex, every vertex of this truth lies in one of its parallel planes of knowledge known about this earth world, recorded in energy dots, which to the average person is mentally beyond this world. A parallel arrangement of words in the form of an antithesis speaks from the anticodent first term of a mathematical ratio. But this is no shift into an alternate reality. Rather, it is a coded message that in its time, that it is time for the empire of shadows to melt. It's a coded message. Get that. That it is time for the empire of shadows to melt. The umbra of dark goo has served as a mentor long enough. Now comes the agents of the Most High God, to manifest the light that comes from grace, from the grace that shines from above. The true portrait imagery is a color shift of transformation that will dare break the super bubble of disinformation. 
sometimes a great cover-up of intent upon using the figments of the imagination of the world can have a turnaround for a better good that never was planned as a purpose. Such is the case with Roswell's UFO Area 51 said happenings. Go to now. Let your brain spin free of the old saliva. Spit out your slobber. Tidy up your mind. Gear down. This hill is a high mountain. From this view, advantage. You will see afar. Wow. Does that catch you? Does that, <laughs> does that put some fortitude in your mind? The U.S. military secret strategy and cover-up. Top subject, top subject. In the state of New Mexico, July 1947, at Roswell, a whole U.S. show happened that broadened out to Area 51. Who would have thought this whole show should be figured as a brilliant high-tech military cover-up? A UFO crash, they said, but the men in black were agents of the military for the U.S. government. Deep secret concepts, significant of subject as to perhaps mean survival um, of the USA. Now let's get that again. I want you to be sure you catch the fire there. Deep secret concepts, significant of subject as to perhaps mean survival of the USA as a nation, jammed the circuits of powerful military minds. The United States had dropped the first atomic bomb on July, August 6, 1945, and based on the result, Russia especially was desperately interested. Therefore, I rushed to beat all other nations to the stroke of being first, to per perfect and broaden the weaponry of these secret weapons was a must at all cost. These secrets being developed and further tested, of course, included the Nazi Hanebu flying disc, flying saucers, as well as the atomic bomb. Disturbingly, the military incident at Roswell stirred human curiosity to the point certain heads of the military decided this public interest was not only an interesting situation, but had potential for jeopardizing the secret of their work. Such curi curiosity, it was thought, was a severity that might allow highly protected location secrets to become more exposed to, form, to foreign national interests, which the military knew very well could eventually draw secret agents of rival nations. To secure these secrets, even most of the lower-ranking military staff were purposely misinformed and a few of them would years later disclose what they thought were secrets which they knew because of their position in the military, but factually they never were advised as to the actual knowledge of the military strategy and the purpose of the secret, but remained included in ignorance as was the media and the general crowds of the U.S. citizens and as was the researcher, researchers of other nations, all being lumped as those that the cover-up only allowed disinformation to. Think twice and then think again. The distraction program by the military was of genius quality. I say this not for justification or condemnation, but rather as a fact. Every maneuver was a cover-up, a show of the grandest uh, clandestine uh, strategy. 
The advanced rubber-looked-like human dummies were not androids, but had built-in testing systems and were used to be able to test the G-force on sudden acceleration from near zero to 15 and, 100, uh, and 1,800 miles an hour. This is important. These dummies could breed a blood, or could bleed a blood, rather, looking substance, and in their spacesuits were perfect for a fast look appearance as wounded or dead alien bodies. The special alien designed markings, made to appear as a language or a code from extraterrestrials, were created by a special department of the military for being put upon the metal facing of the craft and on metal strong enough as scrapings of a crash to serve as disinformation about the who were owners of the crash. The warning and the threats to individuals by men in black or persons appearing to be a military who were advising individuals to keep their mouth shut as to what they ha as witnesses had seen was all part of a plan for cover-up prepared prior to such an event. In case of a crash of one of their experimental craft or other exposures on the same subject or level, they had perfected to a great extent their plot. Only the persons belonging to the highest military and secret service clearances had inside knowledge of all these American military actions. Keep in mind, the stakes at risk were monumental. Russia was moving to grab up everything pertaining to military or space equipment and as much territory as possible. Russia, due to its part of the World War II victory and loaded with U.S. military equipment, and a huge army was feeling as a military might, and another war in Stalin's mind was not out of the question. Title, The U.S. Crash at Roswell. There never was an alien UFO, let's get this again, there never was an alien UFO crash at Roswell or any place else on Earth. Let's read it again. There never was never, never, never was an alien UFO crash at Roswell or any other place else on Earth. In fact, this is the actuality. Any true so-called alien craft that can travel faster than the speed of light from galaxy to galaxy is so advanced they can not crash. Each craft is self-repairable, has extensive advanced surveillance, advising of any of incoming space objects, such as meteorites, asteroid lasers, enemy fire, and etc. Is sensor-advised far in advance of all space environmental, and is, as said, is capable of speeds greater than the speed of light. Additionally, such flight aircraft has the capability to appear visible or to even when needed to demonstrate or the dematerialization the craft and contents uh, can um, beget or to uh, either accelerate at streak speeds four times the speed of light through space to be vacuumed in a dematerialization state into a content atomizer hold of one of the other group craft vehicles and then to be as a computer 
implant it into every atom and molecule by fractional latticing of the craft and contents to be spewed back into free space at the designated time so as to be rematerialized outside of the atomizer hold again on demand. <clears throat> All right. Another title. The only UFO-type spacecraft that you could find crashed on Earth will be made on Earth. Consequently, since the U.S. military, through acquisition of nearly a hundred top German scientists and the V-2 rockets technology and the Nazi uh, Hanabu saucers, two, uh, uh, and the Hanabu saucers, Foo fighter aircraft techniques, uh, that's F-O-O, Foo, fighter aircraft techniques, mounds of secret technology at the end of World War II, it should not be too difficult to surmise that any saucer craft uh, would have been the Nazi Hanabu saucer type craft being further developed and tested by the U.S. military at Area 51. There was, of course, also Russian technology developing along these lines, which never dared venture into American territory. Although much of this advanced technology was a result of Nikola Tesla's genius, he never divulged the secret concepts of his dynamic insight on gravity and anti-gravity to anyone because the extraterrestrial Arturians told him at Colorado Springs not to divulge that secret due to its possible war use. Many such things Nikola kept in his genius mind. Title, The Night Goggles, UFO sensation. The idea that advanced aliens are shooting at each other for thousands of years and consequently always missing, and that is why the war never ends, is sheer misinformation. In the past time for humans to get, it is past time for humans to get off the hearsay speculative shows created by ignorance of the facts or um, to sell something uh, for the love of money. Of course, and sadly, there are always elements of fractions of truth in many of these concepts and conspiracies. For instance, just recently, a sighting of a mysterious object appearing near the planet Mercury was reported and almost immediately described as a cloaked UFO or cloaked celestial object with many kinds of conjecture. What few of such persons realize is moving planets and stars leave photo trail impressions. Some stars in the night sky do not even exist any longer, but their light impression image still appears as though they were present stars. Astronomers know and understand this. In the case of the mysterious object appearing near Mercury, it was the photo trail impression of Mercury itself from the day before. Be it far from me to say there are no extraterrestrial visitors from outer space who are real. The truth is they do exist, but are not here to harm or take over the Earth. They are humans like us, offspring of Enoch, originally from this Earth, who were moved by the cherubim messenger angels to the Father's house to, uh, to uh, a planet in the constellation of the Little Dipper, see John 14, 1 through 6. Before the flood of Noah, yeah, that's when it happened, an ice age flood that took approximately 10,000 uh, uh, years, that took place approximately 10,000 years 
earlier than supposed. I want you to make sure you get that, that this flood wasn't just water. This was a combination of an awful lot of ice and water. And that the timing on this flood is $10,000 earlier than what most biblical scholars suppose. Now, Jesus, Jesus acknowledged this in Matthew 24, 37 through 44 as to the rapture. And verse 31, that there would be a rapture of people again, just like there, that had happened before in Noah's time. Yes, there are ziths and zoots. Ziths, Z-Z-I-T-H-S are in Canadian verb, uh, verbal language. Z-Z-I-T-H-S. Uh, and uh, Z-U-U-T-S or Z-U-U-T-S. Called by the unlearned UFOs, um, called by the unlearned UFOs. And they traverse the heavens above our earth and many, many humans have seen them. And yes, there are Zams that belong to the forces dark. That's Z-A-M-S or Z-A-M-S who before that same flood transported offspring of the soulless Nephilim. Compare Genesis 6, 1 through 2, KJV. First to a Saturn moon and then to the constellation Drago. We live in star time. Humans will plant life in outer space on other planets as predicted in the Bible. Compare Isaiah 51, 16, KJV. And there will be and have been spiritual angel wars. Compare Ephesians 6.12 through 13 verse KJV. This is not to say flesh and blood wars such as the, the so-called Star Wars will not happen. But what is said, often behind these flesh and blood wars exist the invisible powers of the principalities. So the point is, yeah, there are physical wars with physical blood. But the real gist of the of, of the understanding, the real spine work of the reality, is that the wars that are the determination factors are the wars of the powers of the principalities. Now, some more detail about the night goggles. As to the wars of the USO purportedly able to be seen through night goggles, in the sense of the original meaning of UFOs, unidentified flying objects, that is not what is actually being seen. The said actual goggle viewing of alien wars, in my opinion, is a major error of understanding, or even worse, a misleading to the public. Certain schedules of optometry have for some time revealed how that polarized or photochromic uh, lens, with their vast supply of various kinds of molecules embedded in them, can, according to which manufacturer, is used have various tendencies to cause strange undesired effects. There are, of course, technical reasons for this. Regarding a different product, but as a related kind of thing, during the rash of the orb sensation, ORB, it was discovered that the digital camera flash was to blame for a large percentage of the created orbs. Some manufacturers own a considerable blame for degrees of irresponsibility for the unfinished assembly and ultimate imperfection of their products. As to the high-powered optics such as night goggles, night vision equipment, and night binoculars, according to their uses, 
all kinds of distortion potentials can result from the cathode ray tube, which being driven directly by an image generator to release electron emissions, can sometimes cause strobe light flashes and effects on the binocular lens, which broadcasted effect could be classified as optical illusions. Even later photocathodoid models, which convert invisible infrared light photons into electrons, were an engineering challenge for limiting them from their potential for illusion creations. It is well known that certain kinds of movement of goggles and the photo equipment can produce light points that can streak out into long trails. Many different kinds of background image uh, or images can appear when using high-powered optics at night. <coughs> okay, so let's read that again. Many different kinds of background images can appear when using high-powered optics at night because night vision equipment such as illusory uh, disconnected dots, uh, this is what can cause these uh, uh, powered objects, uh, optics differentiations. These dots are points of light, are points of light as seen under keen professional observation, and are not saucer-shaped as they have been described. Understanding night optics is a technological thing, and getting just the right atmosphere uh, transparency, visual acuity, and the extent of detection ranges takes some technical know-how far more accurate than even years of just use. Another comparative example is most persons who review video camera tapes are aware of the background flashes that show up as a common expectation. So to speak, it is often in the nature of the kind of equipment. If someone is claiming night goggle sensations of things seen, but this only is said to work on certain models, which are often the older generation models, beware. The newer, more expensive models may have eliminated most of the distortion emissions and illusionary effects. Just so you have it straight as to my overall viewpoint, I am not downplaying the use of nighttime equipment, such as night goggles, for help in spotting craft flying during the night skies, nor am I downplaying all the possible meaning of orbs of which some are the real thing and not artificially created. For sure, I am not downplaying the fact that there are spacecraft flying in the Earth's skies that are not from this planet upon which we live. But I do get weary of people making claims about these uh, things in manner of misinformation. Title, Nikola Tesla, Tesla. Nikola Tesla, an anomaly. Schedule of events. 1. Nikola was born at the dividing of time, 12 o'clock midnight, during a summer storm of much lightning and thunder. His mother thought this to be a sign that Nikola was a child of light. 2. Nikola Tesla was the son of a, Serbier, uh, a Serbian Orthodox priest born in Smilajan, Croatia, formerly Yugoslavia. He lived from 1856 to 1943. Number three, prior to moving to the United States in 1884, he had already developed several inventions. Upon arriving in the United States, he slowly went to work, uh, he shortly went to work for Thomas Edison. 
Four, his patience for how Edison concepts of electricity and business ethics worked ended after a short period of time after which he left the company of Thomas Edison and for approximately 14 uh, years plus went to work for himself in continued research and development of his inventions, conjunct with consultant collaborations and sale of his patents to several businesses for their financial aid. Many inventions and patents were accomplished during this time. 5. In the year 1889, Tesla became a U.S. citizen. 6. In the spring of 1899, approximately 10 miles from Pikes Peak at a site called Knobs Hill, Tesla built a good-sized building for his creation of a magnifying transmitter to produce and send wireless energy. Okay. <clears throat> Now, seven. It was this location that his powerful radio beams being sent into space that the extraterrestrials already aware of who Tesla really was contacted him and began, began advising him. From that point on, he spoke of talking to the planets and describing flying disks from outer space and his conversation with extraterrestrials. He soon had to tone down this great experience because many persons began to think him crazy and too extreme. Number eight. In January 1900, Nikola Tesla moved back to New York to become involved with the very rich J.P. Morgan. He wanted to build a larger system of his magnifying transmitter and needed financial capitalization. He wanted to build a larger system of his magnifying transmitter and needed financial capitalization. Just so you get that. Nine. In 1901, Tesla set his mind to give the world the gift of free energy and power of resonance. That was his hope. That was his faith. That was his desire. To give the world out there free energy to use so that the the poor could be equal with the rich. It was not a cinch to think someone crazy who was such a genius. His magnifying transmitter using first and secondary coils produced oscillation from its operating level of 15 kHz, frequently of 200,000 watts, which was far greater wattage power than the average radio station in modern times. Tesla turned the regulatory system of its giant coals to be very, very control sensitive by taking in fractors of Earth's resonance. Wow. We're in number 11. Because the coil system followed the rules of voltage, being proportional, proportional to the inductance and inversely proportional to the capacitance, it was capable of producing 5 million volts without any arc discharges shorting out. Even in this beginning stage, the system could expel discharges of 30 or more feet. 12. As to the, the amperage obtained and its conversion to horsepower, 110,000 horsepower was reached. Tesla turned and monitored the frequencies and flow of electricity which nevertheless discharged as lightning with thrusts of incredible force. 
Number 13, Tesla truly could be said to be a son of thunder and lightning. The latitude at Knob Hill, where Tesla's lab was located, was said to be 35,50,04 north. 14. On approximately June 30, 1908, the Tunguska incident occurred. About the same time, number 15, June 30, 1908, date. Strange things happened in Manhattan, New York, USA. Title. Spiritual Connections. The greatest secret of Nikola Tesla was his contact with the extraterrestrials. But every time he mentioned the subject, they called him crazy. It is written, God's lightning enlightened the world. One man, Nikola Tesla, was among the few, Moses, Ezekiel, who would have fulfilled the Bible verse. He saw and trembled, Psalms 97.4 MIV. Compare KJV, the earth saw and trembled. The earth, representing the human inhabitants of the earth, therefore can be personified to individuals. The, the foremost electrical engineer and scientist connected by his genius to lighting up the earth would, via his inventions um, to date, be Nikola Tesla. Therefore, the Tesla Pesher has given. Here attentively, the codes of I am God's voice. For the solution of the Soundtron comes forth to speak God's will. I am directs the Soundtron through the universe. The I am sends electromagnetic sound lines to the end of creation. After his excellent voice speaks, his energy streaks across the heavens, and there is no force that can dissolve it. To those who hear the thunder and understand the marvel, they discern the great things that are happening which most of the inhabitants of the earth do not understand. Compare Job 37, verses 2 through 5, MIV. God I Am sets a fusion enzyme in the chromosomes of mortals so that they may remember they are not beasts, but are called to become entities of a higher consciousness. Compare Job 37, 7, MIV. MIV, of course, is the Manifest Peace Bible, that's going to be coming out one of these days, and I know you sure are going to be, you sure are going to be, spending a whole day of cheer, uh, and cheering, when that happens. Beyond Tesla's dreams, beyond Tesla's thought, yet instinctively inborn, one day in the year 1899, approximately 10 miles from Peaks, from Pike's Peak, at the site called Knobs Hill, near Colorado Springs, Nikola, Nikola uh, heard. Uh, Nikola Tesla, Nikola Tesla, uh, heard planets of the solar uh, system speak via visiting extraterrestrials. It was then uh, that Nikola Tesla was told by the extraterrestrials that he was an earthborn Artesian from the Father's house planet, which planet was located about the constellation called the Little Dipper. It is written, I God the I am say, there will come a day that I will hear in the heavens, the prayers of those who are not my people. I will hear the heavens, and my messengers shall hear, because they, they, they are those who are praying for world peace on the earth. Compare Hosea 2.21 MIV. Nikola Tesla's prayers 
and Hobus were to create a powerful energy that would allow all nations to be protected from war and provide the knowledge of free energies from the human race. I, God, the I am, will sow a planting upon earth for mercy to those who had not been shown mercy. I will say to them who were not my people, You are my people, and they shall by their works say, Lord, you are our God. Compare Hosea 2.23 MIV. And the Elohim God said, Let there be cosmic light, and there was light. And Nikola Tesla said, Let there be alternating currents of electromagnetic energy that will light up the homes and the cities of the earth. And it came to be. Tesla and the uh, Tunguska Incident, June 30, 1908. Title. What Tesla called the peace ray, military minds called the death ray. Tesla truly wanted, as his destiny, to use his inventions to secure peace to the world. His thoughts were to share his ideas with all the nations to the point all nations would would have a defense that would destroy the concept of war. This belief is why Nikola Tesla wanted to share his ideas with Germany and other nations. His contact with Germany was done through a German company in Strasbourg, uh, Alsace, then a part of Germany and and uh, through his patents. The FBI shadowed Nikola Tesla constantly. Once, when after a period of time, the FBI realized the Tunguska uh, incident might have been caused as a result of Nikola Tesla's transmission from his Manhattan project, it was not a mistake in the eyes of the FBI to have Tesla's Manhattan trans Bidding tower to be taken down by pieces. Nor was it either a mistake in the eyes of the FBI uh, to have given J.P. Morgan the word to withdraw his, withdraw his financing of the project. Many other undercover operations could certainly be mentioned. Do I knock the FBI for how they handled the situation? Certainly not. It's their job to protect the nation, and they have to follow their best interpretations of their leads. Do I agree with all their, the actions they took regarding Tesla? I wonder. Certain scientific researchers of the Tunguska incident say the, this event that laid down 30 to 80 million trees had to come from a different direction than were Tesla's far fireball, um, than where Tesla's far fireball could have come from. Because for one thing, all the fallen trees as they laid on the ground pointed north. I think I can scientifically explain how the Nikola, uh, lit Nikola's fireball could have still come from Manhattan, New York, heading north, done the damage, and caused the same effects. The Tunguska incident was one of the most spectacular events of modern times. The force that was dispelled that 30th day of June 1908 displayed a power more awesome than the atomic bombs exploded upon Japan. The impressionability of that moment in time has mostly not yet been understood. We're going to take a break. Janet Lee will soon be at the organ ready as I finish talking here just a bit. Um, we're going to get into some very interesting things. I'm going to give you some uh, some uh, breakdowns of what I think really happened and why that some of the scientists and, and uh, people that were examining the site uh, were not able to make a proper diagnosis of what really happened. Okay, Janet is on. (laughs) ¶¶ 
again, <clears throat> Janet, I do thank you. It's just lovely, lovely, lovely playing. Wow. Okay.
<clears throat> back into our our deep entrenching uh, verbalizations. Now, our last presentation was about the spectacular event that happened and how that 30 to 80 million trees were felled onto the ground and how that um, the source of that discharge was much queried. Some have supposed that a small asteroid or a meteorite, but no fragments, no fragments uh, of any quantity of which uh, few found meteorite fragments could easily have um, occurred over many years of fallout and some of them been dispersed and so forth. No crash site depressions have been found. There seems to be some strange source. The knowledge thereof caught between a ghost and a spider. Tesla's tower at Wardenclyffe, Long Island, New York, was the site of Tesla's installed oscillator system for wireless energy transmissions. This machine was of formidable broadcasting power. However, this system could broadcast more than radio waves. It could broadcast huge bulk uh, bands of electromagnetic energy in the form of fireballs and lightning. The century of the 1800s was an open door into the very knowledge and energy of the cosmos. Before the light of knowledge time, uh, before that particular light of knowledge time, uh, with a few exceptions, an iron door of darkness, heavy and weighty, was written upon the mostly wishful thinkers, pagans of uncivilized minds and dark ages. I do not say that in the past of a great long ago uh, there were not ages of knowledge covered up and lost. Today and for some time a big search has been on in the minds of questing to know the GUT, Grand Unification Theory, and TOE, T-O-E, Theory of Everything, which secrets it has been hoped would answer the mysteries of the universe. But these answers will not be forthcoming, even though some scientists think the answers are in their hands. These answers are not in hand to those entities that do not understand the Domatron effect. The fact is, without this knowledge, major pieces of the puzzle will always be missing. In the time that lies ahead, some very famous scientists and physicists are going to lose much of their fame. Something along the line of the discovery of Aristotle's glaring scientific errors, for instance, the belief that the earth was the center of the cosmos. Aristotle, after being hailed a supreme man of knowledge for a long time, was brought down to a lower level, even though having credits for some concepts of his that were good. There are just too many factors left out about the universe and its structures and actions and reactions are still massively unknown. I nevertheless applaud these said famous men for what they did to bring to the world and their brilliance. But just as the best brain scientists still do not understand the human brain's enormous potential, and of that they are well aware, and there also lies a similar state of missing knowledge concerning the mysteries of the universe. The curvature of space-time uh, theories has its application, but without an integration 
into applying the universal effects of convolution and involution and understanding precisely such things as the photons transporting the energy, I did not say force purposely, of electromagnetic transporting the energy of electromagnetism into an angular momentum which allows radiation and understanding such things as the invariance of rotation. Then as to connecting these things with the long truth of all of the all, these insights will still remain evasive. Look at the convolution and the involution of the human brain and look at the teachings of the manifestor's latolution. Would it not be interesting if one day the manifestor's teachings of latolution swallowed up the teachings of evolution like the snake rod of Moses swallowed up the snake rods of the magicians and the pharaoh? And still, one should not think I am putting everything evolution teaches down. It is mainly objectable to, objectionable to me because it does not answer for the human conscience and for the existence of God, at least not answers acceptable to me. And this is my opinion. Aerial, uh, aerodynamically, or aerodynamically, the electromagnetic pulse when channeled without disruption, is probably one of the most powerful natural forces of nature on the face of this earth. Tesla had confidence. He could, by the use of this energy, harness the powers of the earth as free energy for humankind. Tesla's goal for his high voltage frequency tower, yet knowing, uh, yet knowing how to adjust voltage from high to low frequencies, was his gambit. To test and to prove it possible to conduct a wireless transmission of energy using vibrating waves of the earth to project an electromagnetic broadcast destination so emphatically, I must say again, that Tesla envisioned these powers for peaceful and beneficial, beneficiary uh, uh, helps to humanity. Tunguska was not the first test of Tesla's wireless energy transfers. It is said that once using a wireless method and uh, that he lit up 200 lamps from a distance of 25 miles. Uh, least he provide uh, the now proven concept. So the thought there is that before he did that long range um, throw of this electromagnetic energy, he proved it with a distance of 25 miles that he could provide uh, that as an example of what he felt was a proven concept. The ability to shoot a programmed link of lightning into the atmosphere using a Tesla coil system and a transformer antenna was not without parallel in the great, great past, but in Tesla's time it was like a miracle to many people. Somewhere around 23 to, 20, to, somewhere around 23 to 24 years of age, mostly in the year 1882, Tesla began to have flashes come into his mind. I'm talking about something more than just thoughts. These flashes were photo-translated as information into his brain from a distance with the greatest of ease by the very advanced Artursians of the Father's house. The Atrisians for some time knew how to send wireless messages through time and space, how to de direct this information to the minds of selected individuals called humans, especially sending messages to Artrisian Earth-born humans on a mission, even though those Artrisians having not come into perfect awareness 
or who uh, they were, or awareness of their mission grounds of origination. It should be known that the use of resonance does play into the to the capability of the fine-tuning Tesla used for connecting his service to the sympathetic vibrations of resonance. As the mind flashes continued into Tesla's mind, he began to be able to visualize nearly complete inventions in his mental receptors. The list of products that Tesla is responsible for initiating uh, is major and amazing. Alternating electricity uh, currency, radio, electric generators, electric motors, fluorescent, fluorescent lighting, x-ray uh, lasers, and on and on. The exponential of Tesla's electromagnetic system concept even potentially included global climate engineering that electromagnetic uh, superconductivity and scores of underlying revelation on the power of the the uh, uh, levitation uh, on uh, on the power of levitation as applied to the power of levitation, not to mention deep insights into gravity. Tesla understood that the Earth as a turning not quite spherical ball spinning around with an iron core in its center uh, was producing electromagnetic fields and the power of solar wind tides was energy that just needed to be tapped. Add to that insights of knowledge about the Van Allen belt and how the earth vibrates with energy at low frequencies which is said to be at 7.83 hertz which is said to be the resonant frequency of the earth. Yeah, isn't that super? which is driven by the Van Allen belt as a result from acting on the driving currency caused by the Earth's inner molten core activity. Many, uh, many persons pardon me, of, of Tesla's time, and even to persons of this modern time, have thought his ideas about using the Earth energies to drive waves of generated and transmitted energy to be off the base of reality, but more and more facts are being ironed out that keep justifying Tesla's ideas. I suppose it should be said that there are some outstanding scientists of today who do not agree with all of Tesla's ideas. Tesla was not perfect, but neither is the work of today's scientists, and most of them will admit that. Another te title, Kanguska, um, uh, the other theories of how it happened. In answer to all the challenges against the Kanguska incident, having been caused by Nikola Tesla's electromagnetic transmission from New York, the manifesto yada is raised up on the heels of his brain probes to declare the truth as he sees it on the subject. The following list consists of other conceptual causes for what happened at Tunguska and a short light disser, uh, dissertation on the manifesto yada as to why such theory was not provable or why, in his opinion, uh, does not stand. Number one, an airburst destruction of a meteorite at a fractured part of a comet four to six miles above ground zero. We're looking at all the different uh, suspicious uh, concepts or suspicious uh, incidents as concepts that people have said could be a possibility of what caused uh, the great explosion in the Tunguska area. The manifesto rejects this solution of the meteorite uh, being a fractured part of a comet miles above uh, ground zero that burst into destruction, uh, which even an air burst event would have uh, created debris. 
nor have any craters uh, been found. Two, crash of an extraterrestrial alien flying craft above ground zero. The manifesto rejects this solution because his inside knowledge reveals that extraterrestrial craft, which can travel at the speed of light from galaxy to galaxy, can not crash. Three, a small antimatter rock from outer space. The manifesto rejects this solution because antimatter is not known to occur in nature. An antimatter bomb was not capable of being made at the time of the incident, nor is it capable of being made in these more modern times in any kind of feasible way. As to not uh, quite the subject, but relative uh, the forming of a monopole by any means would have been questionable and would have done an additional kind of damage that did not occur electromagnetic-wise. The possibility of an antimatter rock making it through to the Earth, uh, even via a minor distance of space, would be against incredible odds. 4. A mini black hole. The manifesto rejects this solution because even a mini black hole would have generated too much gravity for its effect to be limited to such a narrow earth range as Tunguska. A black hole collision would have left a crater or an exit hole, but no craters or exit holes were found. Black holes are said to be the result of a burned out star. A collapsed stellar corpse just a mile wide would be the type for making a true mini black hole. The mini black hole traveling through space for hardly any distance would have, would, would have by sucking in so much matter of space debris, collected a vast accumulation and therefore would have not remained a mini situation for long. A black hole is said to be invisible and only the effects of the black hole seen. The effect then doesn't concur with that with what many witnesses claim to have seen. Scientists claim uh, the residue of carbon-14 found on ground zero is insignificant for a black hole event, causing the extent of damage to have happened. Additionally, most scientists would expect even a mini black hole to have an exit event and to leave cosmic deposits, and guess what? You are right. As said, no, uh, no exit e event was found, and no cosmic deposits found. Nevertheless, researchers suspicious that in our galaxy alone uh, are millions of black holes. Number five, geophysical cause when approximately uh, 10 million tons of natural gas uh, leaked out of the Earth and exploded. The manifesto rejects this solution because June 30th, 1908 was a very clear day in the Siberian uh, Tunguska area. And for the natives adjusted to the freezing cold of the area and dressed in their parkas, a day to be outside. Nevertheless, extremely cold, too cold for rain and lightning. Yes, too cold to produce the lightning to ignite 10 million tons of gas fire. Cap Rock generally keeps oil heavy gas from escaping the earth. It usually takes a man-made well to release it. In history, such wells were born 27 to 30,000 feet deep. Um, such wells were from 27 to 30,000 feet deep. It is not that it is impossible for natural gases to seep out of the earth. History shows that around the first century A.D., natural, natural gas seeped out of the ground and was ignited by lightning, producing a hot flame that burned day and night. In 1626, French explorers found Native Americans igniting gases seeping into and around Lake Erie. 
eternal fires reported by uh, Plutarch, a Greek historian, discovered that in the area now called the present-day Iraq, this eternal fire uh, was probably from natural gases that had seeped out of the earth. Generally, it is natural. Uh, generally, it is natural light gas that seeps up through the earth and escapes. As to ten tons, as to ten tons of natural gases escaping up through the folds and uh, natural tundra and ground all at once in Siberia is and 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 the fact that in Siberia it is still a very very cold day in June. No. Not an acceptable idea, especially the quantity um, uh, acum uh, uh, molting uh, and, um, pardon me, uh, accumulating, and the winds not dispersing the major part of these gases. Oh, I can sure understand that. That is a fact. Number six, solar burst flare from the sun. The manifesto rejects this solution because our sun is a stable star. There has never been shown or proven in the history of the earth any great devastation from a large sun flare, uh, coronal mass ejection. The magnetic energy from the Van Allen belt is a degree of protection. It seems the greatest danger with the sun flares is the temporary disruption of electrical services. I do not want to downplay the significance of that, but still, that is quite different from a sun blast of searing heat that would uh, cremate a part of the earth. Um, not, uh, not to mention the kind of an event uh, does not correspond to the testimonies of living witnesses because of the select uh, narrowness of the area of which such a uh, sunburst would have been spread out to a much greater extent. Number seven, gravitational tides from an alignment of the earth, moon, and sun. The manifesto rejects this uh, solution because an alignment of the earth, moon, and sun would not cause an increased intensity of gravity that would severely damage the earth. The earth has experienced many alignments, and so such event has never damaged the earth. In fact, gravity does not work based on alignment, as is being pronounced by the uh, some doomsayers. Gravity is based on weight and distance, not based on position, such as alignment. 8. A small asteroid that burst in the air uh, over ground zero at the Siberian Tunguska. The manifesto rejects this solution also, because while the burst of the asteroid in the air provides a scenario for there to not be a creator, uh, not to not pardon me, to, for uh, uh, in the air provides a scenario for there not being a crater, such a dissimulation of the asteroid uh, should have still produced the fingerprints of dust particles, but none have been found. Also, some of the sky, uh, some of the sky signs in the air over Tunguska are a little strange for having been created as the result of an asteroid explosion. I do understand if one would be willing to accept some complicated atomic and electromagnetic fluke concepts that even with great odds against it happening, it is still not impossible to have happened. One might be able to squeeze the asteroid solution in as a possible uh, cause for the Tunguska event. Of course, um, I, of course, pass on such a scramble of facts that are statistically smeared by the poke and the, and the hunt system.
title, a technical of how it happened and why. The Tesla story of what really happened at Tunguska. Okay, here we go. Here's my scientific analogy uh, that I want to offer. Um, this is important. Uh, over 100 years ago, not far from the Potomane River near Tunguska in si uh, central Siberia, 800 square miles of a remote forest, 60 to 80 uh, million trees were blasted to the ground. Nevertheless, there were yet a few trees still standing uh, uh, alive on ground zero, and there were other of the trees imprinted with a, uh, a radical pattern. What caused this? How could an aerial fireball explosion exert so much confusion as to its author? What was the message of this event? Was it a message of horror, or did it speak in unknown tongues about the availability of endless free energy for an age of peace called Ion? Who were the visitors that flew the skies that day through the blue of the bold uh, globe over Tungusta Forest that was witnessed as being seen and observed by some of the people that were outside and saw the giant fireball that day. Dear reader, I need to take you up to the mountaintop so you will be able to view the promised land. I propose to show you that indeed it was the electromagnetic transmission of Nikola Tesla that as a lightning discharge from the Wardenclyffe Tower in the Long Island area of New York uh, that zeroed in on the Tunguska Forest in Siberia, Russia. Tesla was more than a genius. He was also an earthborn artisan of the progeny of Enoch. Hear me out before you jump out of this picture. I want to introduce to you the fifth force. I want to address the, uh, um, car, uh, the, the Coriolis and the, um, the uh, Etvos. The Coriolis and the Etvos effects and to unravel dark matter and dark energy. I want to show you that even though some researchers insist the Tunguska effect could not have been uh, caused by Tesla because of the pointing direction of the laid-out Tunguska forest trees. Mainly the trees were laid down opposite of the direction from where the Tesla shot came from, I, uh, where the Tesla shot is purported to have come from. I want to show you how that there are factors they have missed. Factors that show there was a split of Tesla's transmission bulk of electromagnetic energy and a turnaround of that projection uh, of its trajectory path, therefore explaining the direction change of the laid down force of the trees from what it uh, would have been to what it was. Tesla did overshoot the North Pole due to a few factors. I will reveal his projection was also alt altered by to mention one thing, an aspect of the Etvos effect that he didn't take into calibration. The Etvos effect was understood by its discoverers, one bearing the Etvos name, in a way by which they saw gravity differently than do modern researchers. They also understood atomic spins in connection to their discovery quite differently than is generally understood in modern times. They were looking at what they felt was an oversight into the fifth force. The Etos effect is not clearly understood, even in these modern times. Etos, instead of uh, figuring the gravity of electromagnetic energy, he figured the gravity of the Earth, 
which of course changed the vectors. The vectors is like the plan of the trajectories. <clears throat> okay. Living observers of the Tunguska in uh, incident spotted a so-called alien sp spacecraft shaped like a cylinder. This craft was a scientific shuttle and observation craft from the Father's House planet Artura located in the Little Dipper constellation area. These pilots knew what Tesla, who had uh, very strong ideas of his own might, do. You could say they were covering for him. There was no danger to their craft at any, at any time. They were there to monitor and to intercept anything that might go wrong. They had the knowledge and the power to intervene when necessary. Even in our time, the Arturian cherubim and seraphim have been on the lookout for the safety of the planet Earth. Recently, they have been directed to uh, to um, uh, recently they have directed to crash on the sun huge planetomes loaded with fire uh, deceleration properties to balance thermal sun flares uh, out. Even a small effect can change the thrust extent. Any of you scientists reading this, don't get too stuffed up with indifference to this statement. For one day for sure, you will be doing your best calculations to figure out how these space travelers do what they do. Due to the rotation of the Earth and the therefore caused uh, centrifugal force, a cannonball fired to the north is deflected eastward and extent or westward and extent according to whether this the whether is subjected to the Coriolis or the Etvos effects. It is said the Coriolis effect is greatest near the equator and decreases toward the poles. There are, of course, factors that decide which effect it is that is to be applied. Keep in mind that all laws of the cosmos can experience temporary obeyance. We should not think that Tesla was ignorant of these effects, but that does not mean he caught every point. Tesla was also aware of the resonance of the electro, uh, electrical motion of the Earth. However, I intend to specify and pinpoint the factors as to why Tesla overshot the North Pole, and that is still greatly not known or understood, even to this day with an accuracy of 1 slash 100, three zeros plus three zeros plus three zeros percent. This percentage was the claim of Ectvos. Now that's how much this is gentleman by the name of Ectvos. That's... Um, really, really quite a discovery that he made and how that trajectories uh, of, of fired uh, missiles or, or anything even in nature could be affected by the Etvos effect. Um, and to a degree of a lot of zeros of the happening. There are, op there are options of measurements due to the difference between Newtonian, uh, uh, Newtonian uh, classical mathematics and and quantum mathematics, and additionally, there is the fifth force, and there are such things as fluctuations of the magnetic field. Even the constant of gravity can of gravity can vary. There are even electromagnetic uh, vacuums of space dynamics that can have effects on effects on a planet's mass. Then there are the questions concerning momentum. Both electrical and magnetic fields carry momentum, and there is the uh, asymmetric effect uh, where tensor fields relate to the density of energy and momentum. 
What about the surface density of the atom spins? And who do scientists choose to follow on such things as this? Abraham or Minkowski? Perhaps it depends on the application they are applying to it and where and how they use or don't use the vectors of scalar math. But perhaps it is only a part of each one of their math that is acceptable. That would be in some ways my opinion, and that is not taken away from these two awesome minds and their super life careers. Nevertheless, I live to, I lean toward Minkowski, who discovered a uh, special space. My solution regards momentum of light uh, within dielectric materials and their lattice wave ascent, uh, asymmetric differentiations as regards polarity to the point of affecting electrical permittivity or permittively. Um, permittivity. There we go. <laughs> electrical permittivity of the material in relation to the subject of light. It is my belief this point of variance produces phenomena that affects many happenings in this quantum world. Perhaps at a later time I will better be able to connect as to the why this has anything to do about Tesla and Tunguska. The definition of the um, canonical uh, or the canon momentum corresponds to the momentum operator of quantum mechanics when it interacts with the electromagnetic field. According to certain circumstances, such as where P equals M uh, plus V plus G and A, where A is the electromagnetic vector potential and M is the charged particle invariance math and V is the velocity and G is the charge, or its charge. Newton's second law, the rate of change of the momentum of a particle, is proportional to the resultant force acting on the particle and is the direction of that force. Using the laws of momentum relating to mass velocity, the linear momentum of a system is the vector sum of the momenta of the entire system. As to the conservation of linear momentum, of linear a linear momentum until an outside force acts on the system of mass in transit, it will continue with the same velocity. While the trajectory position in space is a vector quality or quantity, the momentum being the uh, canonical uh, conjugate of position is a vector quantity as well because it has direction. There are many ways to make application of these laws. If we mix the fiddle with um, relativistic momentum, the uh, Broghi's wavelength via uh, Planck's constant, and use scalar vectors, then add to the invariance of the four vectors uh, by Lorentz and the four momentums of Einstein to the pi. Whoa, what a distance, what a dance this is. What a dance that would be, especially if we toss in a little theory on plasmic gases. You will find it interesting when I show you how so many of these said strange uh, realities can affect much of what happens on this earth. All right. There are many points of potential effects, such as electrical field overlaps, field emissions of speed variance, and the photoelectric effect. Interesting also, a geomagnetic storm was recorded occurring at the same time of the Tunguska explosion. Once again, I am running out of space and time, so I must close this 
particular blog and continue another time. Uh, I have laid out many thoughts for foundation trajectory, and the next time I will play put I will put in the technical parts when I represent this final episode of Tesla's anomaly and the fifth force. Now, as I'm reading these things about getting through a blog, that doesn't mean I'm through reading all of this context. Because I have in my hands at the start of this reading seven complete blogs from the manifest uh, site. And I'm, I'm going through all seven of them. So I don't even know at this point at which particular blog I'm at. The Tesla Mystery and the Fifth Force as a Parable. I'll just keep this going our regular time and let wherever it takes me, however far I am, uh, is where we will stop. The, the Tesla Mystery and the Fifth Force as a Parable. When researchers go back in time to the making of the universe, they touch the zones of time and timelessness that are beyond physical laws where constants don't apply, mathematics don't apply, and scientific logic uh, doesn't apply. Such straits of knowledge can become uh, an edge of doubt or faith. The next statement I'm about to write may challenge your faith, but be aware that the world still knows very little about the facts of reality. Today, today there are so-called Christians who do not believe in the virgin birth by Mary of Jesus Christ. If you really uh, have come to believe the whole of what the Bible says about miracles, angels, divine births, uh, an iron axe floating on water, Jesus walking on water, and an angel walking into flames of fire and transporting fervent fire, not burning uh, the three Hebrew men, you will not have a difficult time with the Artesian revelation. It is said that Tesla was a person born before his time. I have a connection to that because I received an oracle. I was born a hundred years before my time. I, am in no, I in no way compare the inventive and scientific marvels of Tesla to myself. My call is to bring forth marvels of the word. Sometimes for explanation, I have to delve into subjects that are technical. My greatest connection to Tesla is that we are both earth-born Arturians from Enoch and his offspring who were transferred from earth to the planet Arturia called the Father's House, not to be confused with the location of the star Arturus. The Father's House planet is located in Asia Minor, the Little Dipper constellation area. When an Artesian is sent on a mission to Earth, the entity is put into a swoo, a state of suspended animation, and Un's spirit is dueled in a parallel state. One of the dueled spirits remains in the swoo, and the other spirit of the dueled, dueled becomes an extraterrestrial sent for a transport birthing on Earth where a living human body is chosen for the process of providing a regular birth. At a later time after the birth, signals are sent to the earth birth human Arturian to begin DNA and lattice changes for mental and spiritual advance. Title, The Arturian Dialogue in Regard to Tesla and the Extraterrestrials. I intend to open up Arturian Dialogue in regard to Tesla and the Extraterrestrials. He communicated with. So I have current information about Tesla revealed by the Arturians that when you hear it will settle deep into your mind because some of this information is extremely scientifically very advanced and in fact too advanced and secret to put out in full text and fall into the wrong hands. 
I am deeming this the Tesla mystery and the fifth force as a parable. I will therefore reveal, in addition to what I've already said, a sensational insight to the extent I can use I can use words and terms and parable terms instead of completely using actual scientific language. First, here are a few historical things recorded in records of things Tesla said and that were said about him and his extraterrestrial experience. Tesla is said to have introduced an age of electric light to the world, and indeed he did. He also introduced an age of extraterrestrial contact, which was an unrecognized pioneering breakthrough for his time. Tesla was a person that seemed strange and not of this world kind of guy, and a person that society found it difficult to understand. It has been said Tesla was a man not of this world who came down from the sky, paraphrase. As strange as this might seem to many people, Tesla is descended from Enoch's offspring, who were humans moved from the earth during the time of Noah's flood to the planet of Artura, which the Bible calls the Father's house. Now I know some people will say, well the Bible says there was only eight people saved by the flood. Yeah, that's right. There was only eight people saved by water. But it does not mention the number of people that were saved by rapture being taken up in Ziths uh, and moved from out of the danger zones. <clears throat> the Enochs the became very advanced when Kawa discovered the secret hiding place of the history of the Ophanims. Their scientific schematics and a fleet of disassembled Ziths left hidden on the planet's uh, on the planet of the Father's house after the angel war and the fall of the Ophanims to earth. Tesla uh, had only a few uh, only a few true and genuine friends. Uh, there were others he meshed and dealt with, but most of them were money-greed mongers who were willing to use and accept anyone who could be used to vendor by any means investments that meant money for them. It is clearly recorded in the history of Tesla that he received a message from extraterrestrials. Furthermore, Tesla claimed that he picked up signals from outer space verifying that there were intelligent beings living on other planets. The scientific community and the professors of philosophy, of course, denounced this. Tesla understood that the Artesians used Mars as a base of operation for their research of the solar system and short flight to Earth. He wanted to have a wireless radio connection so as to be able to communicate with an Artesian uh, uh, base station on Mars. He became very obsessed over this desire. Consequently, he even allowed his interest in the Mars project to be known publicly as to testing his radio range capability. But Tesla was careful not to explain the details, which he shared with a few assistants who vowed to carry his secrets to the grave. Tesla was difficult, a difficult case for his commander, Artesians. He was stubborn about instructions and warning, warnings from them, and while acknowledging his destiny to them, made it clear he did not mean uh, that this his loyalty did not mean the capitulation uh, of his will. And we've got about five minutes here to closing. I'm going to read just a little bit more before we Turn the end over to Janet Lee. Tesla allowed it to be known that he believed there was life on other planets. Tesla thought that the Artesians were not being completely forthright with him about Mars. 
He felt sure that Mars uh, was their home base and that it was populated with millions of Arturians. Tesla was having a slow process as to the revitalization of his ancient, me ancient memory as an Arturian of the Father's house. The Arturians offered to take Telesa on his, Tele Tesla on a Sith Explorer trip, but he refused, saying he didn't have the time. There is much that could be said about this, and perhaps a later time I will. It was the Arturians that shared with Tesla that nitrogen could be extracted from air and used as fertilizer. Tesla was intensely interested in things that would benefit humankind. I am passing on a story that I believe to be true. Tesla became interested in the history of Buddhism after he heard the story of what the founder of Buddhism uh, uh, did at the age of 35 years old. He was sitting underneath a very large tree and said, I am not the one. 500 years after me, another one shall come. He will be the Savior. It was during that time, 500 years after Buddha, that Jesus Christ was born at the age, born and at age 28, ministering to Israel, the gospel of love to the whole world, Jesus was that one who was to come. So now I'm going to, to stop this message at that, at that place and we'll continue the rest of this um, part of the Acts of America next week. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you this information, to be out on the broadcast waves is an awesome, super thing. May God bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. May his healing be before you and with you always. Our love and our gratitude and our thankfulness. God bless you. Janet Lee.